Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. So if it is possible for you to come to Shavasana, I'll say. If, uh, if Shavasana is not possible, any comfortable pose anywhere in your room. <laughs> All right, cool. Now that you're there, let your eyes fall gently closed. Let your face soften and eyes get heavy in a pleasant way as if they're resting down into your head, bringing your senses away from the stuff of the world and into your own body. to create ujjayi breath, just a light ujjayi breath with your throat. And again, one of the things we're doing there is bringing our breath from the nose working, right? picking up on smells, right? which if we were these animals that are surrounding us would be a really, really important part of our, our day. But for our time now, instead of focusing on the, the external air, Bring our attention to the air that's moving down into the lungs. And then the breath that's moving out, right? emptying us of the stuff we took in just that moment ago in a breath, or the more figurative stuff that we've taken in today. The stuff that's not being used anymore in our body. Stuff that was maybe never ours in the first place. And allow your attention to move more deeply in and feel the space of the lowest lungs, so the, the lowest ribs you can find with the eye of your mind, moving with your breath. Intellectually, we know that this is where the most transfer happens. That there are more of the alveoli down there in the in the lower lung. That there's more space down there where breath is being sent out to our system, and where leftovers are being sent out with our exhale. You're focusing in on that, where, where this transfer is most efficient, this bringing new life in and pressing old stuff out. It's most effective in the body. And by doing what's most effective right now, most essential right now. You're engaging your mind in something constructive. We'll keep doing that 
as we move, right? engaging our minds in what's most constructive here now. Your next exhale, empty it all, like all whatever, whatever. Then you'll slowly let your limbs slide in and catch your shin bones with your hands, hug the knees to chest. Apanasana, just pause for a moment, feel the stillness after that big shift. And have a rock side to side where you're really conscious of what you're doing. It's a side to side. How far do you take that? Are you rocking over the upper rim of your hips? Are you rocking across the center of your sacrum, the lower rim? Are you getting over onto the glute muscle to either side or even over onto the greater, greater trochanter of the femur? Are you keeping it from one side of the sacrum to the other? Maybe you play around with all of those boundaries. And you know what you're doing. And with each gliding motion, there's sensation. Picking up on it, using the sense of touch. So often through our day, we've got the sense of sight and you know, all that that entails. We stay focused on what we see. With eyes closed here, allowing the feeling to come more to the forefront. And with the massage factor of the floor, we have a real sense of the sensation. But then there's the inner sensation. So you're gonna pause at center, feel your hips land, feel the hips from the eye of the mind, and letting your arms stretch out on the floor. Let your knees spin opposite of one another. So each leg bone making its own orbit. And here, rather than feeling the floor, we're feeling what's going on within the hip joint. So we've brought from our sense of feeling an external sensory experience to our sense of proprioception internal sensory experience of where we are in space. Rather than feeling our body by feeling the floor, you're feeling your body by feeling your body. Last round of these, take Biggest circles you've got with each leg. Bring that back to center and draw the knees in. Releasing slowly, soles of the feet to the floors. Give the toes, the balls of the feet, the heel, a chance for sensory perception of the mat, its texture, temperature. 
and then feel your feet by feeling the floor, ball the big toe, ball the baby toe, center of each heel. Pressing your feet down, spread your toes, lift them, spread them, and then place each toe pad back down. See if you can feel one at a time. If you can get all 10 down and feel all 10. Don't get too wigged out about that. Just feel what you can feel. Once you press your feet, you may find that your hips have naturally lifted. That's cool if they have. It's cool if they haven't. Keep your feet pressed down. Bring your hips down if they did lift. Let the hips arrive. You still got the feet grounded, awake, toe spread. Then we'll take a flowing bridge. You're gonna just scoop the tailbone, sacrum, low back, as many of the mid-back vertebrae and ribs off the floor as you go right now. And then exhale slowly back down. Inhale, you go again. A few rounds of these just to get the breath pace. Notice how your spine is moving. How many of those vertebrae come off the floor? Where does the motion stop naturally? When you get the hips down to the mat, sacrum becomes heavy there. Keep the feet pressing down, reground them, lift sacrum, low back. As you come up, right? Maybe you intentionally lift one more vertebra, and not if it's a struggle. As you come back down, once the lowest ribs are down, uh, everything kind of wants to follow fast, quickly. See if you can get the low back and hips to move like, with same rhythm. Getting the low back to the floor is not necessarily the goal. By getting it in that reverse order, as much of the back as come down can come down down to the mat. Do that, and one more of these. When you land, land, let your sacrum feel the ground. Feel your leg bones in your hips, your leg bones to the knees. What's happening at the knees, to the ankles, are the feet still there? I mean, they're still there, but are they still there? Press your left foot down to the floor, pick up your right leg and cross the right foot to the outside of the left knee, ankle, knee pose, and then pick up the left leg. When this gets as far as it's going to get, take your hands, the left to the heel and the right to the knee. Just going to help the leg in by holding it. So the left hand drawing heel toward you, the right hand helping the outside of the thigh toward you. And as you desire, you could press the right leg into the right hand. Right hand's helping the leg in, and you're pressing out. Right? For a lot of us to make this interesting in the in stretch, that's necessary. If it's not necessary for you, feel free to leave it out.
have a breath in. And a long, slow breath out. And you're going to let the right heel slide toward the hip crease. So you're bringing it more toward a half lotus. If that becomes uncomfortable for the knee, go back. Doesn't need to be that far down. If you're great, you're great. Changing the angle to see if there's something new there. Once you have that, again, you can take the right hand to the outside of the knee and then press the thigh out into the hand. Breath in. Breath out. Then take the right hand to the right foot. Catch the outer edge of the foot for now. Left leg to Supta Left hand on left inner thigh. Right leg can stay just as it is or swap the hand over to the inside of the foot or happy baby over on the right side. Your choice to hold it at center more like a butterfly or out to the side. Third choice, get the legs straight. That would be reasonable with uh, your experience here. I've got two legs doing very different things. Bring your awareness down to your sacrum. The joining of the two legs, grounding the two legs. Move your awareness out through the inner hips. The lower legs and the feet. Flex your left foot like it was in the butterfly pose. Point your right toes if you've got the leg out straight. Flex it if it's a happy baby. And then releasing your right leg to Supta Baddha Konasana. Let the feet find one another. Close your eyes. Ball the big toe to ball the big toe, ball the baby toe to ball the baby toe. The center of the heel center of the heel, press in. Inhale, bring knees toward one another, the soles of the feet to the floor again, and feel the mat underneath the feet. Spread out the triangle of each foot. Spread out the toes. Ground the 10 toes. And left foot over the right thigh, ankle to knee, then letting the right leg bring the left shin in. You'll catch the right heel with the right hand and the outer knee with the left. First, use both legs to help, use both hands to help the legs come in. Then you can choose if you want to press the left leg out into the left hand, you do that. If that's not that interesting to you, you don't need to do that. Do keep yourself interested in what you're doing. 
doesn't mean it always needs to go to the next level. In fact, for most of us, continually chasing the next level isn't really staying interested and involved. It's staying in our usual drama. Way to find your way into each pose. There's certainly the breath. If nothing else is interesting to you, the main mechanism of staying alive certainly is. For enough sensation to to feel, to have that proprioception and eventually to engender the interoception, which is simply being able to feel our body even when it's not moving and not doing something in the in the muscular sense, but feeling, breathing, heartbeat, workings of the organs. the inner kind of tone of the nervous system. Ready to slide the heel down toward the hip crease, do that. Bring the leg down toward half lotus. If you find any struggle with the knee, leave it out. If you're getting into some new good territory, make a mental note here to check back into this sometime. Two more breaths. the left eye out into the hand, more than welcome to do that. Activate as needed to get the sensation in this pose. Then we'll take the left hand over to the outside of the foot. So you're gonna hold the outer edge of the foot while you bring right leg to Supta Baddha Konasana. And left leg is gonna be in, a, in butterfly pretty much. You got the foot, you flex it, it's all good. You prefer take that out into happy baby or straighten the leg right hand's going to come to the right inner thigh take a moment ground your sacrum the left leg's gone out so far that the body's leaning left just rein it in a bit so you're level at center you have the inner sense of being balanced And then even though the legs are doing two different things, the same amount of moving away from center, it keeps that imbalance. It won't happen accidentally. It'll happen because you paid attention. Because you paid attention, you centered and balanced yourself. Interesting how that works.
Got the legs straightened out to the side, point the toes. If you've got the knee bent, flex the foot. That's not a rule or anything. That's just, I can stay engaged in the Flex the right foot. Feel the, the Supta Baddha Konasana foot there. Then releasing this, you can bring the soles of the feet together. Let them find one another. Let them center up. Press them together. Breath in. Open your mouth and let it out. Bring your knees together. Draw them onto your chest. You can take nose to knees and rock yourself up to seated. You can climb up to seated any way that suits you. We'll take a moment. Any comfortable seat. A few shoulder shrugs. Let your shoulder blades slide slowly down your back. We'll pause and check in with your sitting bones. Okay. Let's do just a little bit of work there. Slide to the back of them. So you get the little C curve going on in your spine. With awareness, start with the center of your chest. Pull your rib cage up until you, by lifting, come to the center, what feels like the center of your sitting bone. Pause with what you feel like is center. Imagine that your sacrum, the back of your rib cage, the back of your head are on a wall and you're sliding gently up that wall. Bring your hands to your hip creases. Just pause there. And whatever you identify as your, your hip points, your hip crease. You know, let your rib cage come forward and let your head come a little forward. And just feel yourself leaning forward of the uh, central axis. And you've come away from that wall and the hip creases have started to, uh, to fold. Then with eyes closed, Draw yourself back into center. Feel that wall again behind you. Stop before you roll behind the sitting bones. Lift the center of your chest. Lift the back of your head like it's sliding up the wall. Pause, have your sense of center. Keep that. Take the arms out to the side like warrior two and then up overhead. We're going to bring them down like cactus. And then as if you just had two really nice arm cutouts in the wall, take the arms back through the wall, but keep sacrum, rib cage, back of head on the wall. Like one of those cartoons where the guy runs through the wall, but only with his arms. And then bring the arms back to center line. Elbows are going to come together in front. As you take the elbows together, again, slide your chest up, slide your head up. So we're not leaning forward or rounding the back into the wall. Good. And inhale, arms reach up again. Cool. Now the wall has to go away for a moment. You're gonna bring your right hand down behind your hips, turn the palm to face behind you. Bring your left hand down behind your head, 
take it a few inches away from your head and like it had a magnet, just bring the back of your head to it, move your head back. Then on an inhale, bring both arms up overhead again, your sacrum, rib cage, back of your head, they're aligned on the wall. The wall moves away. And then take the left arm down, bring it behind your hips and turn the palm away from you. And right hand down, palm toward your head, like it had a magnet to it, pull the head back to the head. Good. And on your inhale, you're going to undo that. Reach both arms back up. You've got this idea, the wall behind you, it's allowing you to sit at your center. We're going to take that in a little flow. You bring your right arm down behind your hips, the left hand down behind the head, pull head to hand. Then reverse that. So the left hand's going to go behind the hip, right hand's going to go behind the head. You'll continue with this. So active Gomukhasana. The body is going to try to pull forward. It's going to try to do that a hinge at the hip. It's going to try to do forward head slide. It's going to try to do all kinds of things. Uh, instead, you're going to sit fully at center, aware that your arms are moving in this space behind you. The hands just a couple inches behind hip, hips and head. And it can be helpful if you have a, an overactive imagination like mine. That hand that's going behind your head, it's got a magnet on it. And it's pulling, it's a brain magnet. Keeping your brain right there at the top of the control tower. One more round. We'll finish with left hand down, right hand up, and then both arms reach up. And then both arms like noodles down at the sides. Let your, the backs of your hands rest on your leg, palms up. And the arms slide out to wherever is comfortable for you. The arms are like noodles. The central body bright again, up to the center of your chest up through the back of your head. Have a breath in. Open your mouth and let it out. Nice. Come over into hands and knees. And now we get to move the spine, cat and cow. And luxuriate in the rounding and the arching after that work at center. Last round through, full breaths. Make your way back to center. Step the toes, come on back to down dog. Bend your knee so that you get 
get some mobility from that, some stringiness, some springiness in the legs. And let your body do the cat-cow again, focusing particularly here on the abdominal action of it. So exhale, pull your abdominals in and get the rounding from there. And then inhale, abdominals stay in, draw your sternum toward your thumbs. So you're doing that elongation that the teacher could not stop talking about yesterday um, and it's completely 100% addicted to. Pull your abdominals in to get the rounding and continue drawing your abdominals in as you take that, uh, some of the, the cow pose. You can't get too far in it, but far enough for down dog purposes. One more, knees stay real bent here so that you can get the action of the hip. Moving into the cat pause, that sensation of foot floating your sternum toward your hands, your heart toward your thumbs. Keep a little of that as you come back to down dog. Pause. Long, slow breath in. Open your mouth and let it out. Look forward to your hands. Walk forward into ragdoll. Any variation thereof. I'll sway side to side. That was pretty cool. At uh, Laura's house, Laura, you walked right into a sunbeam. And so Laura looked like she just had this um, like total angelic out-of-body experience where the down dog she did was so good. She was just gonna like, like I don't know. <laughs> combust into just points of light. Release your hands to your mat, walk feet together. On an inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Exhale, bow forward, bend at your knees, send your hips way back chest to thighs, then the shoulders, then the neck, then the head. Halfway lift, draw your abdominals in first. Lowest ribs in, heart forward, back of the head up. And then abdominals pull in to round you down over your legs, curl. Press your feet down, up to standing mountain pose, reach. Exhale, hands to heart, send your hips back, close the hip crease, bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, navel center up, lowest ribs in, heart forward, back of the head comes online. And then from your abdominals, draw yourself down and in. Get there, hug the navel back toward the spine, following out action. And one more round like that. Press your feet down, squeeze your legs, reach. That bow, hands to heart center. Send the hip crease back first. Your ribs get to your thighs, then shoulders, neck, head. Breathe in, lift halfway, thumb rolls up, lowest ribs in, heart forward, head on line. And then from the abdominals, curl in. I'm going to walk the feet hip distance apart. Inhale for Utkatasana, sit your hips back. 
reach up. Yes. Exhale. Sit way back. Malasana. Inhale, come to standing mountain pose. Exhale, bow forward. Inhale, Ukatasana. Exhale, sit back, Malasana. Inhale, come to standing mountain pose. Yes. Exhale, bow forward, abdominals in, bow. Okay. Inhale, Ukatasana, sit the hips back. Exhale, sit way back, Malasana. Way back is relative. And press your feet down. Inhale, reach up. Nice. Exhale, bow forward. Last one of those, paying attention to the breath pace. Ukatasana. Inhale, always seem longer in Ukatasana. Exhale to Malasana, just as it exhales. Always seem longer in Malasana. Take your full inhale. Come up to standing. Tadasana. And we'll bow forward. Bend the knees. Send your hips back. Bow. We'll walk the feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. We'll plant the hands. Step back. High plank. Take a moment. To lengthen out the front body in your high plank as you exhale. And then inhale, knees down and heart up into that really nice up dog. Press your feet into the mat. Draw your abdominals in. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. Inhale forward to a high plank. Exhale, knees down. Draw your heart forward. Elongate from there. Next inhale. That up dog again. Press hands and feet down. Feel the mat with all fours. Feel how that lifts your lower abdominals lightly almost immediately. Use that. Press your hands down. Send your hips back. Down dog. Inhale forward to a high plank. Line it up, elongate it. Exhale, knees down at this time. Heart forward, bend the elbows just halfway toward Chaturanga. Heart forward, breathe all the way out. From there, up dog, all four press down. And down dog, breathe out. Inhale forward. Do a high plank. Take the time, lengthen it out, neaten it up. Option to put the knees down. Definitely draw your heart forward as you exhale. Go halfway to Chaturanga, so a mini bend of the elbows. Then upward facing dog, all four pressing down. You might lift the knees this time. You feel the four points on the floor. Hands press down, and the abdominals bring you back down, dog. Have a breath in here through your nose. Open your mouth and let it out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. 
breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, good. Breathe out, fold forward. Sit your hips back, breathe in, Utkatasana. Breathe out, sit lower. Breathe in, come all the way to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze the glute muscles to the hamstrings. Exhale, we'll bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Take your time, do it completely. Plant your hands in your choice of high plank or that in a mini chaturanga, but pull your heart forward as the most important thing you're doing here, elongate into upward facing dog. Press back, down dog. Squeeze your right leg tightly and take it up behind you, three-legged dog. Bend your knee, look forward to your right hand, take a big step and pause. Bring your hands to your hips. Feel your hip points as we did in the seated pose. Right, right now, they are probably pointing down. Bend your back knee, move from your hips, pull the hip points up and pause. And note the level of your pelvis here. Let your spine lift as if we were doing that same seated exercise right, where you've got the, the spine moving up at center. You're stacking your ribs and your head. Then keeping your hands to your hip points, straighten the back leg only to the degree that you can while maintaining upright. So for all of us, there will be some stopping point, right? Or else your knee's bending backwards and not, but maybe yours has been pretty deep. Maybe yours is straight, maybe somewhere in between. That has to do with probably your bones more than anything else. Pause, note. Take the arms up, right? Wherever your arms go, they go. They stack over your collarbones. Then you're going to elongate like you were holding something up above your head, reaching it for an upper shelf. Breath in, elongating from feet to fingers. Breath out, hands back to your hips. And then note any changes. Straighten your back leg. You'll note that the hips start to uh, tip forward. Tip your spine at the same angle that your hips are pointing. The more you straighten your leg, the more the hips are going to point forward. Come back through that, bending your back knee. Lift the hip points in. Draw your abdominals in until you're upright once more. Note that. And arms up. Lift that item to the top shelf with that lift going on in your body. Now, the rib cage. Turn your heart up toward the ceiling. And with an exhale, hands to heart center. Hinge at your hips again so that your hands can come down. Step back, down dog, all the way to child's pose. There's a lot of time on that leg. Sit back. We're resting because of a lot of time on that leg and also because you just process some things there. Let them land. You don't necessarily even need to know what they were. I'm not going to word salad that up. Just breathe.
on your next inhale. Come on up, downward facing dog. Hands down and forward. Bend your knees and your hip crease up and back. Squeeze your left leg, take it up and back behind you. When you exhale, bend your knee, bring it towards you, just look to your left hand. Step into a low lunge, pause. Bring your fingertips to your hip points, to the hip crease. Feel how you are tipped forward. You are forward folded. That is totally cool. That is right. Right now to move from the hips, we're gonna need a little bend in the back knee, press into your feet. Feel your pelvis turn upright. Then your spine moves from there. And get yourself relatively centered. Relatively, because we are not actually sitting down. We have a leg behind us and that's just true. But centers from sacrum, rib cage, back of head, as vertical as they're gonna get. Note the bend of your back knee. Note if your hip points are still pointing a little forward, don't fight them. Just bend the back knee. That's why your knees bend. It's one of the reasons your knees bend. So the, the low back doesn't have to do all the work. And that's what happens if we're trying too hard without bending the back knee to pull ourselves upright. We're gonna get low back strain eventually. Like when you're when you turn 29 or something like that. From here, spine's vertical. We're gonna take the arms up, just stack them up or any way that you you have your arms straight, bent, all good. Press into your feet, note the bend of the back knee, keep it. Lift like you're trying to put something up there on the top shelf. Breathe. Hands back to your hip points and just hold them as you straighten the back leg. Let them tip forward to whatever degree they do when the back leg goes straight. You know, just note that. You don't need to memorize it. Just note that back leg straight means that your pelvis tipped forward some amount. And that line in your low back, it stayed really free because you let your hips turn. We're going to bend the back knee, turn the hips upright again. That low back line is going to stay really free because you let the knee bend. Then arms go up and because the low back line is free, lift, you become longer because you're not compressed in your low back. And then the heart can turn up. You can get a little bit of a back bend or a lot of a back bend depending on your body. Back of the neck is long. You don't need to look up. It's heart up, not nose. And then hands to heart center, back to your hips. Just straighten the back leg, feel the hips bow. Hands to the mat, step back to down dog. And then to child pose. Pause, breathe here. There's child pose so that things can download a little bit. Eventually, and maybe for you already, this has happened. As we practice, we get very adept at stepping into a lunge and doing whatever we need to do with the back leg to rotate up from the hips. Uh, but until we get there, sometimes we can like 
pull ourselves up from our low back or we're pushing ourselves up off the hands. And uh, it leads to kind of jerky motion or motion if it doesn't feel like fluid or light. Um, we also want to be setting ourselves up well in our low back just consistently right, as a practice. So just flow through that once more with that idea. Once you step, the first thing that's going to move you up to stand is going to be the turn of your hips, the turn of the pelvis, the lift of those hip points. So come on up to down dog. This is all about proprioception, internal feeling. Breath in. Open your mouth and let it out. Squeeze your right leg tightly and move it up behind you into three-legged dogs. As it tightens itself up, it's lighter and easier to move. Bend your knee, look forward to your right hand, be precise about how you step, even if it takes a couple of steps. Once that foot's grounded, hands to your hips, press into your feet, back knee bends so that you can rotate the hips up, then take your arms up in whatever degree of reach, back bend you like, keep it out of your eyebrows. Hands to heart center, then back to your hips, hinge, hips, hands come down, step back down dog or Low push-up, lengthen out, heart forward, back of the head up. Upward facing dog. All fours down. Downward facing dog. Then squeeze your left leg tightly. Breathe in, take it up and back. Bend the knee first as you breathe out. Bring the knee toward the left elbow. Take a step, be specific about where you step. Hands to your hip points, bend the back knee so you rotate the pelvis up, then the spine stack, then the arms, whatever degree of back bend, keep it out of the neck and out of the eyebrows. Hands down to your hips, feel them hinge. Hands down, step back down dog or lose. Upward facing dog, lift up to the back of your head. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. And turn your right toes out to the diagonal, bend your left knee and send your right hip crease up and back, right leg straight. You look under your right arm. Do it. Come back to center. Left toes turn out to the diagonal. Bend your right knee. Straighten the left leg. Quadriceps that pulls the kneecap up. And turn and look under. Keep that action on the left leg of quadriceps that pulling the kneecap up. Turn that into a, a lift of the hip crease. Breath in. Breath out, press your hands down, forward evenly, both hands. Undo that, come back to center, feet are parallel, down to your knees. Pause here. If you don't have space to either side of your mat, go ahead and make yourself a little space, i.e. if you're too close to the fireplace, um, you can move away from the fireplace. And take your right leg out to the side like we were taking a straddle, a straddle split. 
right arm, so the same leg that just went out to the side, that arm is going to go through into a twist. Left hand's going to press the floor. Right arm's going to press the floor. Right foot out there is pressing the floor. Back foot is pressing the floor. So left hand, right arm, right foot, left leg, press down. Breathe into your back, side body, all the way onto your hip. Feel the like, full expression of the breath. One more inhale. And empty it all the way out. Pull your abdominals in. Press your left hand firmly down. Unweight the right arm. Bring it back to center. Then slide the right knee. In. Pause. Do nothing. Be on all fours. Draw your heart forward. Back of the head up. Hear your feeling. Whatever remnants, whatever echoes. And left leg out to the side like we we're going to do a straddle. So draw your heart forward, left arm, then through into the thread the needle or half knot. Press down into your left hand. Press down into your left arm. The upper limbs pressing the floor. Then down to the left foot, down to the right foot and shin. The shin may or may not get to the floor, but that whole length of the shin is pressing down. Right hand presses, left arm presses, left foot, right foot. Breathe. Send breath to your back, to your side, to your hips. Both has a lot going on, or it really just has ground what's on the floor. Breathe into the rest. It's really simple. Ground what's down. Make space with your breath. One more breath here, and presses down evenly. And a little more work come into the right hand to unweight the left. Slide the left leg in slowly, pause, hands and knees, nothing else, elongate yourself here, heart forward, back of the head up. We'll cross the feet at the ankles, come to seated for Paschimottanasana, legs extended in front. They can be straight, they can be bent. I don't know, sit to the center of your sitting bones again, find sacrum, rib cage, back of the head, uh, in one line. If that's not happening, bend your knees and see if you can get to the center of the sitting bones, then hinge at the 
So now the, the hip crease closes as we bow. We take the arms anywhere along the floor or leg. Once the bow has happened at the hip, you can then let shoulders, neck, and head drop. If that sounds familiar, then you've been here for a few. Imagine your feet pressed against a wall. You feel center of each heel, ball of big toe, ball of baby toe. Spread the 10 toes. Maybe you feel each of those toes on the wall too. Draw your heart forward, come up to seated, pause at seated, be upright again, standasana. It is a pose, actually. Should call it more. And pressing into your hands at your side, slide your hips toward your heels, down onto your back, we'll hug knees into chest. Just pausing again. And right knee stays in, left leg out. Release the sole of the right foot to the floor. Feel the floor with the foot. Press the foot into the floor. Pick up your hips. Slide them to the right as you take the knee across to the left. Twist. Right arm out like a wing. Breathe here. On your inhale, unwind. Come on back to center slowly. Soles of both feet to the floor. Feel the mat. Pick up your hips. Slide to the center of the sacrum. Center your ribcage, your head. And left knee in. Give it a good hug. And as you're doing that, kind of fan out the front of the right hip. Then sole the left foot to the floor. Feel it there. Spread the toes. Press your foot down, pick up your hip, slide onto the outer edge of the right. And move over to the right side as you extend the left leg out, like left arm out like a wing. You could extend the left leg out too, that's totally fine. One more breath here. Unwind, come back to center. Soles of the feet to the mat, lift the hips back into the center line. Rib cage onto the center line. Pick up your head, let it extend your neck. And then you'll slide your body out into Shavasana, unfolding the legs, let them slide wide. Unfolding the arms, let them slide away from center. Take a moment here, get an imprint of heels, sacrum, back of hands, shoulder blades, back of head. 
the softness of the inner arches, the inner knees, the movement of the abdominal center, the softness across the throat and face. I think you'd like to change positioning, you're more than welcome to. Whatever helps you to rest easy for a few moments here in your space. When you feel ready to come back, you start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. Roll to your right side. And make your way up to seated. And take a moment to find your ground. And as if that supportive wall were behind you to lift and spread yourself out along it. And to let that imaginary support dissolve away and feel yourself holding center. And bring our hands together, placing thumbs to sternum and letting the sternum lift to the thumbs. And thumbs to forehead center. And as they touch the face, let the muscles of the face soften. And the corners of the mouth lightly lift. Have a breath there. That was excellent work, y'all. Thank you so much for being here. Namaste. Super great. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our evening. Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.